name is Shalonda Peterson, and my goal for this podcast is to inspire others to live a healthier lifestyle spiritually, physically, and mentally. I will discuss topics on spiritual growth, health and fitness, and travel. I'm blessed to have a personal relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as well as by profession, I'm specialized in cardiology. My passion is to maintain a good spiritual and physical heart, which leads to inner peace and a healthier lifestyle. Today's podcast episode is about the importance of nurturing your soul. First off, I want to start off by sharing with you all why I didn't post a podcast episode on Wednesday, December 14th. Well, my husband has his own business and I assist on the administration side. Since October 2022, he's had an event planner planning his company's 2022 Christmas event for his employees for this month of December. So he needed me to discuss with the event planner the planning of every detail of the event and to regularly stay in touch with her to make sure things were coming along smoothly. And this was time consuming in addition to me running my business Pro Hefty Heart and working on other projects. Also, Through Pro Hefty Heart, I instructed a Zuma fitness dance workout for another business organization's Christmas event that they had this month as well, which included a wellness physical activity. Both that event and my husband's 2022 Christmas event for his employees turned out amazing. Everyone had a blast at both events. So my point in telling you this, I had to rearrange my podcast postings for this month. I will only be posting one podcast episode for December 2022, which is today. But the normal second and fourth Wednesday podcast Postings will resume back to normal in January 2023. Pro Healthy Heart Services has successfully grown so much online and offline this year, especially offline, and it's keeping me busy in addition to working on other projects as well. But although there are times that I'm really busy, I do maintain a balance in my life, spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. When I notice signs that I'm starting to get out of balance, such as starting to feel exhausted, I either adjust slightly or quite a bit to get back in balance. Now, let's get into today's podcast episode which is about nurturing your soul. It's essential to take care of your soul, especially when you feel overwhelmed and exhausted from everything that life throws at you. 
Your soul is what makes you pure and beautiful. It's the best part about you. Without it, the best part of you is gone. Your soul is what makes you capable of loving others. To be the best light to others and to be a symbol of light and hope. In many ways, more than one, your soul is what makes your heart beautiful. Would you consider yourself a free person? More than likely, you'd say you're a free person. You probably will also say you don't have any shackles on your hands and feet and you're not behind any bars. Well, you may not have any of that, but you could still be very much in prison, very much in bondage. Many people are in bondage and don't even realize it. They don't quite understand why things are not going the way they want and why they just can't seem to get it together. They don't understand why they have why they have turmoil on the inside and no matter what they do, they don't have any real peace and joy on the inside and all they have is anxiety, frustration, and fear. Let me tell you, until you are free spiritually, you're not free. The Bible says people walk in darkness. They're blinded by sin and they're not free. Paul says in scripture that the devil blinds people's eyes to the truth. In the Bible, when Paul concluded his treatise to the church at Ephesus, talking to them about the battleground of life, we call it spiritual warfare. But he's not talking about any kind of battle. He describes this one specifically as the evil day. The evil day it, the evil day is when all hell breaks loose on you. The evil day is when you are overwhelmed. And yes, life has normal ups and downs, but that's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about when you're on the major attack, when your world is being shattered, your dreams are being destroyed, your hopes are being dimmed, where you look out and all you see is the light of an oncoming train. Paul calls that the evil day, the day when hell is after you and your name has come up. And he says, when this time comes for you, He wants you to understand how to approach this. He says, on that day, you're going to need the strength of the Lord. Normal stuff is not going to work. And playing church is surely not going to work. He says, on that day, you're going to need the supernatural. So he goes into these verses leading up to the subject of prayer telling you how to approach this time in your life. And for those of you that have not been through the evil day, keep living. It's coming. Paul states that during those times, you should stand firm, stand firm, stand firm. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Because the temptation is to easily throw in the towel 
when your world is collapsing right in front of your eyes. He says, the first thing to understand is that you wrestle not against flesh and blood. In other words, people are not the source of your problem. They may be the conduit for your problem, but they are not the source of your problem. For we Jesus followers wrestle not against flesh and blood, but the principalities, powers, and world forces that are located in heavenly places or the spiritual realm. So, if you address the resource without addressing the source of all you have, let me repeat that. So, if you address the resource without addressing the source, all you have done is created a delay for it to come back up again because you have not gotten to the root of the problem and you're just addressing the fruit of the problem. So what he is saying is the source is spiritual. He first of all wants to set the stage saying, on the evil day when you're in this season of attack, he wants you to stand firm means to hold your ground in the Lord. It is easy to be swayed and moved off the source of your hope when you're when you're going through it and you see no exit sign. But during those times, grab more tightly of your faith. Don't loosen it up. You do not run from God when you're in the evil day. You have to run to God when you are in the midst of the evil day because you're now engaged in spiritual warfare. He stated, stand firm and hold on to your faith. Paul tells you how to get dressed for the battle of spiritual success. When you're in a military parade, they show the weapons. But when you're in the war, you use the weapons. Because in the evil day, This is not showtime at the Apollo. This is the time where you have to get dressed. And this means that you have got to put on the truth, put on righteousness, put on peace, put on faith, put on the helmet of salvation. And you got to use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. He gives these six pieces of spiritual orenso or spiritual armor that the believer has to utilize when it comes to taking a stand in the evil day or when you're under spiritual attack and spiritual oppression that's affecting your physical, financial, circumstantial, emotional, family well-being. Take a stand harder than you ever have before, but Put on this armor. And you may not remember all the pieces of the armor. So let's make it easy. Romans chapter 13, verse yeah, Romans chapter 13, verse 14 states, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. If you can't remember all of the pieces, remember this, put on Christ. Why? Because Jesus stated in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. 
No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus stated, in this world you will have tribulation, but he states he gives you his peace. In John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus states, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. If you don't remember the Bible, remember Jesus, because Jesus is the full armor of God. This is centered in God's Son, who is the revelation of God, the manifestation of God, who is the power of God to manifest himself, particularly in the evil day. Now, you want to do this all the time, but you better definitely do it in the evil day. When the doctors don't have answers, the bankers don't have answers, when your friends don't have answer, a- answers, and sure enough, when you don't have answers, you need to be centered on the person of Jesus Christ and all the tools that he offers you. He says you have to put him on. The question is, how do you put him on? In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it states, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So, the way you put on Christ, that is practically utilize him to equip you to move through the battle you face. It's with prayer. Now, prayer is relational communication with God, meaning stay in contact with him every day, all day. Here are nine ways that I nourish my soul and I'm sharing to inspire you. Number one, prayer, which is the most important way to nourish your soul. This is first and foremost because spiritual warfare happens day to day. And sometimes we don't even notice. So I wanted to share a well-known passage that teaches us how to defend against spiritual warfare through the armor of God. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 20. You may have heard it before or have seen it next to a picture of someone dressed as a knight. This passage is extremely important in telling us what we should equip ourselves spiritually as we face spiritual warfare, especially if you haven't experienced an evil day yet. Because I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, you will experience an evil day at least once in your lifetime here on earth. And whether you have or have not experienced an evil day, when you're dressed in the whole armor of God, Jesus will fight your battle for you. There's victory in prayer. 
Number two, practice meditation. Meditation is the best practice to engage and to gain back your sense of control and peace. Number three, move your body. Move, moving your body is another principle of overall comprehensive health and wellness, including your spiritual health, which nourishes the soul. Regular exercise effectively gives endorphins in your body, which makes you feel good about yourself. Number four, spend time in nature. It's a great opportunity to reflect on, on things. Nature humbles and inspires us at the same time. You get a sense of uh, and connection that touches your soul. And you know this feeling of joy and bliss if you've ever watched the sunrise, walked through a forest, or planted a garden. Number five, find your purpose. Knowing what your purpose is in life will help you stay focused, give you a reason why you do what you do, and can even help you live longer. God made us for a purpose. And until you are walking in purpose, you're not going to have any peace. You can have all the money, popularity, all of this and that. The most important thing to remember is It begins with Jesus Christ. Then you have to look on the inside. Number six, think of three things to be grateful for each day. Be be content in life's simplicity. Let yourself find pleasures and simple things, such as the colors of a sunrise or the sound of rain. It's these things that nourish your soul in the purest way possible. Number seven, choose acts of kindness. It's the greatest feeling in the world to be kind to others in a world that doesn't easily show kindness and compassion. Kindness is the best way to refill your soul back again with energy and life. Number eight, Save your energy. Even if you aspire to be the symbol of light and hope to others, protect your energy, whether professionally or personally. Make genuine and meaningful connections. No relationship is perfect, but be selective about who you spend your precious time with because the last thing you want It's for someone to bring you down with them. Choose people who will lift up your soul, challenge you without being competitive, are a joy to be around, and can share a good laugh with you. I want to share a story tale. Both my husband and I have a business inner circle that we're a part of. And I'm telling you, this is the best business community ever. They always give positive energy and they're very supportive. We have built amazing business relationships with highly successful business leaders, owners, and entrepreneurs generally willing to share what it really takes to make things happen. 
they have shared with us their wins and their mistakes they made along the way and the tricks and tips to help us reach our goals faster and vice versa. We've shared our wins and our mistakes with them as well. We recently attended a golf retreat with our business inner circle group. And when I say we had a blast, (laughs) we all had a blast. Let me just say, when you surround yourself with positive, uplifting, encouraging, successful people, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially, they consciously and subconsciously challenge you to be your best self. Number nine, find the beauty in the storms. No matter how tough a situation is, find peace in knowing that there's a silver lining in every situation. Nourish your soul with this simple truth. Y'all, one of many things that I thank God for each and every day in Jesus' name is that he has blessed me with true inner peace, spiritual discernment, and he has removed all the negative people from my life who were parasites and leeches. I am walking in purpose and stand on God's path to do his will. I know who I am. I know my value and worth. I do not need validation from anyone. I'm very confident in everything that I do in life and trust the Lord. I am the light showing bright, well, shining bright as a star out in the dark world. And I'm an inspiration to those who God puts in my path to inspire. My amazing husband also calls me sunshine. My content is not for everyone. And not everyone is going to like me. And that's okay. God did not create me for everyone to like me. Like I tell people all the time, just like all money is not good money, not all support is good support. I would rather have no support than false and toxic support. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Being at peace within is amazing. Through Jesus Christ, I'm free. Jesus states in Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? In conclusion, I hope this podcast episode was able to shed light on how to nourish the soul. Your soul is the identity that makes you who you really are. It is the seat of your memory, your feelings, your imagination, your convictions, your desires, and your affections. In Mark chapter 8, verse 35 through 36, Jesus says, Our soul has great value. So, Always remember to pay attention to what your soul needs as it's the best aspect of yourself. Like my great-grandmother used to always say when I was growing up, 
Tomorrow is not promised to any of us. Your soul is breathed into by God. Your soul will last forever. Your soul will experience everlasting joy or misery. The point here is very simple. Death takes life from the body, but not from the soul. When you die, your soul goes on to one of two places. One is a place of great joy. The other, according to Jesus, is a place of great torment. And there is a great gulf fixed between them. You can't get from one to the other in either direction. There is a heaven to pursue and a hell to avoid. You have a soul. Your soul can be saved and it can be lost. To lose your soul is the ultimate disaster because it is the only loss from which you can never recover. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and it can make a positive and effective impact in your life. Subscribe to this podcast, leave a review and share. I will be posting a podcast episode every second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Also, follow me on Instagram at Pro Hefty Heart. Thank you for listening to Pro Hefty Heart with your host, Sharonda Peterson. That's all for this episode.